Welcome to the Money Buddha podcast, where I chat with people who I admire, people who really follow the things that light them up in business and in life. And our guest today does exactly that. With over a decade of coaching through the Slight Edge group, our guest has one goal in life, to serve leaders to realize their full potential. He loves to spend quality time with his family, eat Indian food, challenge himself with fitness goals, and practice his faith. Due to his extreme goal-oriented attitude, he sets himself goals, uh, personal goals, competing in fitness, powerlifting competitions as a simple way to show himself that he can do it. His goal is to help show uh, leaders that they can also reach their goals and set themselves as uh, that they set themselves um, as whatever the mind can conceive and believe the mind can achieve. So with that being said, let me introduce you to Gabriel Basque. Hi, Gabriel. <laughs> Hi, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for being here. I'm really excited. So I have a lot of questions. <laughs> so we don't know each other. This is the first time we met. Um, we know uh, we have like acquaintances or I guess we know people, the same people. <laughs> so yeah. we kind of. I've seen mutual, um, mutual friends, right? Mutual friends. Thank you. Um, so yeah, so I was interested in um, in having you on here. So um, so first of all, uh, I've seen because I know Tristan and Raf, and I've seen that they um, did the Slight Edge course or LMI. I don't know which way. How, what. <laughs> um, and I was really interested about hearing all of that, and like, I like your everything that you like promote online, everything I've seen of you, like being positive, like all that stuff really speaks to me. So I was excited to have you on here and chat. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm really excited. And I have to say right from the get go, like I've, we connected a few times online and I just to this conversation so far, it's, it's unreal. Like the amount of positivity and zeal for life you have and and i'm genuinely curious to know like are you always this positive I, actually i should not ask the question because i'm supposed to be That's, the one i love it supposed, I'm so excited. supposed to be answering but i'm, I'm <laughs> genuinely like curious to know like, oh like are you always this positive like it's crazy um so <laughs> i've always had a positive attitude like since i like since well forever i've always had that positive attitude that I realized that not everyone has, but I've mm -hmm. always had that. I feel like the last, like as an adult, mm -hmm. I actually kind of like dimmed it down like mm -hmm. for a while. Um, I think just going through the motions of like the same thing every day, like job, being professional in quotes. Um, I, I feel like I really like haven't been get like really being in in my real like how I used to feel um which I'm really like going back to like what makes me happy what I like to do like lighting myself up again so this doing the podcast I get really excited about it and it's really just a passion project that I didn't really have any plans with um I also love that you're asking me questions because I this helps me like discover and think about things that I don't always think about. Um, but yeah, so this is really like one of the reasons why I'm probably really excited and like that you've 
feel that energy from me like yeah. now and like you said from my voice messages that I sent to ask you to be on the podcast um but yeah I'm really following what what I feel like is just natural and what feels right at the moment I don't force things and I feel like doing that and I do that in my job too now more so than than before and that really helps me like just feel more alive in myself and like back in my mm. positive mindset mm. so thank you for asking me that <laughs> yeah it, but yeah I think I think yeah, I'm pretty... it reminds me yeah it reminds me of uh something that comes to mind is the um I guess what a powerful question that you can always reflect on is who were you before the world told you who you're supposed to be and it's there's different labels to um, how we may understand the question, um, but some people may say it's like I was awakening that inner child, right? Um, right. Going back to playful side that we just feel a sense of purpose and belonging in our life, and and a lot of people like to to kind of answer kind of the question you asked me, well, what did I do with Ralph and 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 Christine and and clients with LMI? Mm -hmm. It's uh, I I I guess I to, to put it put it simply, I've always done coaching since the age of 21. My background is a correctional officer. Um, so I'm 33, 33 this year. So my literally my whole adult life was around the idea of, uh, of coaching. Um, and it just kind of happened that as I grew my understanding of how God wants to use me in this, in this world, I knew LMI was the logical next step. Um, and, and, and that's, that's, I guess that's what I do. I do, I do leadership development coaching with clients. Right. And that I, I love that stuff, like leadership, like just, uh, like reading quotes, like inspiring people like that totally lights me up. And that's why I like to talk to people that follow things that light them up because I feel like it just, there's a different energy and like all of that stuff. So that's, that's amazing. I love all of it. And mm. I'm really interested in knowing like, like, uh, yeah, no, it's definitely needed. And I'm sure you guys help like so many people just find that remove the dullness, <laughs> like go back, find the light, the bright, like, cool. yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. Amazing. Yeah. Totally. And, and, and something I feel like sharing something that I only came to accept uh, just a couple of years ago, I I personally this this is Gabe being fully honest and transparent. I I grew up in religion, which didn't work for me, and I, I turned to more atheist and agnostic view of world. And and then in 2018, when I fully kind of surrender my life to Christ, that's when I fully embrace the ultimate light, which is which he said, "I am the light of this world." Right. Um, so for me, where I gain. Um, where I can kind of grow in becoming more of a light for other people is for me to abide more in him. Um, and, and, and that's something I've, that's something that comes to mind when you're talking about, like find things that lights, lights you up. Lights you up. That me, speaks. It's like, it's like, it's like his word says that you're like, um, like my word is, is the lamp at your feet. So whenever I'm like, I'm literally in, in, wow. Well, enriched in scripture like i i've i have a more of a kind of broad um, lit up life 
because I see more what is true, what is real, what is pure, uh, versus we do live in a world where there's a lot of things that are not laid up. Like, yeah, 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 no, for uh, sure. There's a lot of hate, like, or just, I don't know, negativity, like a lot of things happening that for sure we can all use some uplifting and just feeling good and doing the things that like for sure totally yes um so I wanted to know um so first of all or second of all or third of all because <laughs> we've already covered a few um so I love in your like bio on your website um the whatever the mind can conceive and believe the mind can achieve I love that um, because I feel like we also um, we're very like transactional it seems like in like this where we're at in the world right now and I just like when I'm a very creative person and I love being able to like things that might not really make sense me trying to explain it but I can see it you know what I mean like I feel like that's um, in like for me I'm uh I'm not very like religious, but I really, I, I feel like we, we speak the same language because I, yeah. I just use a different word to describe it, but I feel mm -hmm. like the, the feeling and what, like sometimes like kind of getting a download from, do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's all the same. Yeah. We're all in the same, like, so I, I totally understand everything and, and, and it does make you feel good when you um, listen to what what you're hearing do you know what I mean like what you're you feel is the next step even though sometimes it doesn't always make sense or logically like so mm -hmm. totally um so can you I mean so you were a correctional officer before yes and then did you like switch like was there a a turning point for you or was it like total shift or was it like how did it happen well, it was less, it was less of a shift and more of a shit show. Okay. Well, yeah, that happens. <laughs> to be honest, like I was a, I was a correctional officer. I work at the Moncton jail at the age of 19 years old. And then I got laid off and all throughout 2010, I was unemployed. I was rejected over 20 times to get a job as a, an entry job pretty much anywhere uh, because I had a negative attitude and I had a lot of insecurities and lack of confidence. And, and then also in that year I was drinking, partying, gambling. Uh, I, I left my ex fiance. We, I was previously engaged with someone else. Um, and I was living in a basement apartment that I could no longer afford. Um, and it, it got so bad. I had to either move back home, uh, move on the street or to move with, um, some other place. So I did what you do back then. I went to Kijiji and I learned, um, I found a room that I could rent from a random family. So I moved with them up Moncton North. Um, and it was, it was really weird because I was literally living in their son's bedroom. Um, that for me was like, this is like, this is the lowest of lowest, I guess. In my mind, I'm like, this is the end of the world. I was just 20. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're just um, starting, but yeah. <laughs> I'm just literally starting. I was like, this is the end of the world. <laughs> and then I start asking kind of deeper questions of what's the meaning of life? Why am I here? Uh, and, I, and I kind of realized that um, the obvious that a lot of people don't like to talk about um, is that 
one of the guarantees in life is eventually I will die. <laughs> right. So I started asking questions around death. Um, and that's when I kind of uncovered kind of more of an appreciation around life because I was kind of more in tune in, 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 in the, in the brevity of life and, and how life can be taken from you in an instant moment. Um, so all of that happened, um, I guess, after being laid off as a correctional officer and, and, and literally was unemployed for 12 months. And eventually I'm like, okay, I need to change. And that's when I started my, we'll say coaching career, um, right after. Wow. Wow. That's very interesting. That's a, yeah, that's, a, that's awesome. <laughs> that's great. Um, yeah, I feel like sometimes you need to really hit like a, a wall or, or rock bottom to make the steps that you need to like get out of that like dark place that we can sometimes get into. Obviously, there's different variations of it, but um, yeah, that's amazing. Okay, awesome. Um, and so, so if someone was to like want to uh take the course or like I say course I don't know what you guys call it if there's other like wording for it but how does it work can you explain to me like what like who do you guys serve in general what does it like entail how long is it I'm like I'm curious for yeah. myself but I'm sure other people want to know too so <laughs> absolutely um I think the best way I can explain how it works is sharing a bit of a story um to share what LMI is all about uh, so imagine if you would have the cure for cancer, then you would feel like you would want to share it with the world, right? Because it's a really big deal. And you're like, I could help so many different people, right? Um, LMI is literally the cure for mental cancer. Um, and a lot of people are filled with self-imposed conditioning, limitations, um, things that needs to be unlearned which is holding them back from their true God-given potential. Um, and that's why LMI exists. And, and it's also why, quite frankly, LMI uh, is the largest, most successful um, leadership development organization on the planet. Um, currently running for over 60 years. Um, we're established in over 90 countries. Um, there's uh, Canada, in Canada alone, there's uh, and it depends on the country, but in Canada, we have 17 different programs. Wow. Um, and most, not most of them, but some of them are translated in 30 different languages. Um, and it's all with that singular focus of like helping people awaken that potential that they have within themselves. Um, and we, we do that in the lens of leadership development. So right. we don't do, we don't do training. We don't do consulting, teaching we do um, coaching, which is not training, right? Right, um, right. So it's really about kind of like bringing the best out of people, having the right environment where they can uncover things um, to that they may not know about themselves. Uh, something I say with clients that often I have to repeat myself is because um, they don't fully get it. And they're like, you're gonna do a lot more unlearning than actual learning through this process. Right. And, gonna like it's like it's like the analogy of the uh, the elephant and the circus you, it's almost like they have it reversed they have the baby elephant with the big chain around the neck and he's like trying to escape and then you have the which is really sad mm -hmm. <laughs> and, then yeah. you have, and then you have the big elephant 
that can literally lift two tons of weight with his trunk because that's how strong an elephant is but this big elephant just have a small str string around his neck attached to a wooden dowel and so why that is why would the big elephant have the small string it's because he was conditioned through his life right to to to, to think to believe that he's trapped here's the ugly truth every single human being currently is living like that big elephant we're being shackled by our, our past uh, limitations and um and that's that's kind of what we do so in in broad sense but also narrow sense uh, we do we do leadership development that's what yeah we do. no i like deep stuff so it's perfect <laughs> i get it i get that it's just we have been conditioned to believe certain things we learned stuff from just our surroundings we often i feel like we often are our own um we're we're in our own ways like we the committee up here is sometimes like the ones shutting us down before we even start um which like i'm a pretty positive person in general and always have been and i feel like the the voice gets louder like to keep us safe and so but when you're aware like it, it definitely helps when you know when you're like oh right it's not actual like it's not the reality it's just we're kind of trapped in our own i mean that and then what we've kind of been told or learned and i can imagine that some people it's very hard for them because i grew up in a very positive like loving home surrounded by all sorts of people like in my life um and i still have that do you know i mean sometimes when i'm like oh i should do that and then i just don't take action like quick enough that i start doubting myself or being like oh should i like should i start the podcast like oh no like what's the name gonna be like you just kind of uh mm. like stop yourself it's like mm. so i get that so totally that sounds very interesting i'm very interested in doing the in doing the program um <laughs> I'll definitely probably become a client. So whenever that happens, we'll see. But yeah. I feel like it's in the, yeah. Trust, trust the timing, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> totally. I don't like to force things. Love it. Um, what would you say is like, um, is like the most important tip for, to be like a good leader? Oh, wow. That's a good, that's a good question. Like my own, my own personal philosophy, like, uh, because I'm, I'm, I'm gave as a coach, but I'm, and more give as a as a Christian, so so I often um, do my best to intertwine the two, without um, being what kind of the the church the religion has taught us a lot about what is kind of being Christ like. Uh, so I don't I don't believe in religion like I don't follow in religion I just follow Jesus Himself so I follow His teaching, um, and and how He chooses to to live His life, which is selfless uh, as a servant to the point of literally sacrificing his life uh, literally the day like i just keeps it just to answer your question it just mind blows me to think that he knew of his that he's gonna that, that, that he would be killed and the day before he was literally wiping someone's feet like he was literally the day before he was crucified he had the humility to still do what he called 
that he felt he was called to do. And part of that was to show true humility, uh, which was he literally washed someone else's feet the day before he was crucified. Um, so when it comes to when it comes to leadership, uh, when it comes to that, at the end of the day, I personally kind of just lean on like whatever he did is leadership. <laughs> right. So like, but so like value, like every servanthood. Um, and, and I guess in, in short, like my tagline that I, the message I keep pushing is, um, which I believe is kind of how we should all be living more as, which is to lead with love, mm-hmm. um, and, and to lead with love is what I believe to be kind of the best way you can describe what leadership is all about and not love as in the, uh, fellows love or the brotherly love, but the agape love, which is the unconditional love. Um, so right. loving, loving, leading with no condition, right? Uh, and that's, that's to me is a true leader is when he or she leads with no condition. And, and he also, and she chooses to lead with love as kind of the, I'm going to, I'm going right. to love you with all my heart and I'm going to do whatever I can to serve you. And when that is kind of the standard, then pff, the sky's the limit. There's no... Right. There's no, there's no like, oh my God, I'm, I'm lacking profits. And this right. is like, no, like, stop. <laughs> like, it's, it's not about you. <laughs> right, right. It's, it's about, about yeah. Right. And, uh, yeah, that's, um, that's very a good, that's a great one. That's powerful. So um, I feel like when we put our focus in exactly that, helping, wanting everyone, like, let's say on our team or, because I have, we have an assistant, so that's my only <laughs> team member. But um, I mean, we all work together as a team in the office, anyways. But um, I, whatever, I always like to know what what her goals are, what she sees herself wanting to do, what she likes to do, what she like. Obviously, there's like a set, um, uh, like some tasks that I mean, we pay her for, but. It's still, I still want her to be happy in her role. So if ever that role changes, like I want to know, right? And um, I feel like sometimes when you talk to to people or hear people like talk and they might say stuff like, and you see it's very um, like scared mentality where it's like, it comes, it's not unconditional. It's more like, well, like, oh, if ever we train someone to, do this job and then what happens if they just go somewhere else and it's like oh like you can't think that way like if that's how we were thinking they're probably going to go somewhere else so i I get that yeah i think i think the word you're you might be thinking of is it's really uh, it's transactional right instead of transformational right right and then the, the, the difference is one you motivate one you inspire one you use fear or incentive you're always like kind of Mm-hmm. Well, if you do this, you'll get this. And you do that, it's like, it's, it's, it's a recipe for disaster. Like, get rid of that. Just focus on serving, loving, encouraging, putting themselves first. And then if they choose to leave, well, good. Like, help them yeah. find a different job. Yeah. But, that's, but if, you, if you have an expectation on that, then you're, you're affecting their path. You're affecting their journey. You're affecting their purpose in their own life, right? Right. So I would never want to, I remember a bit of a side thought. I remember when I opened the Good Life Mapleton um, and uh, so I worked with Good Life for my first five years and I had 
um, four roles. My last role was I opened the Mapleton Club uh, up the uh, Montenor area. Right. Um, so I had to hire a new t- team of trainers and it was, there was a lot of uncertainty, unknown, um, but I had a, a specific client, uh, not a client, specific trainer that had so much potential, but he had a bit of a, um, an accident and he lost a lot of his brain capacity. Um, so he was on the path to become a surgeon. Um, but he, the reason why he was working in good life is because he, he took a pause on that journey because he didn't felt the confidence of learning because he, he, he lost a lot of his brain power. And so long story short, I'm like, no, you're not staying here just because this is the story you're telling yourself. Uh, you're one of my best trainers, but I will do whatever I can so you can quit. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to inspire you to the point that you want, you will want to leave within six to 12 months because you are wasting your potential here. And long story short, um, within a year or so, he did his test and now he's, he's serving as someone that is, uh, in, in his field. Like he's like, wow, he's, he's a doctor. He's like part of a, it's complicated. He he's like part of like, if you got an accident up in the, the mountains and you're like, you're, you need help. Then he would kind of fly in with an helicopter and he would be the guy that kind of takes care what? of you. I'm like, this is, and he lives insane. in Toronto. I'm like, this is insane. I was like, wow. you're fulfilling your potential. And right. like, I remember the conversation. I still kind of, I was like, oh man, that's like 10 years ago. I was like, <laughs> so you have a, you had a piece in pushing me out of the door, which, uh, which <laughs> I really needed that time, right? <laughs> you needed that. Oh my gosh, that's, that's amazing. I love that. Cause I think we, um, I think we see more potential in other people um, easier or I, I, I don't know, if, but I know that I love hyping other people up and telling them like, oh my gosh, right, so I feel like we see the potential in other people more than they see it themselves, yeah. like totally. And I think we do need to lead with love and, and like give that to other people, right? That's like a gift. Telling yeah. them, hey, like you're so good at that, by the way, Coke. Even if it just, just like a side note, right? Even if it yeah. doesn't mean anything, it might mean a lot to them and change their path. Like you never know. Yeah. My favorite story to share on that is uh, the first client I've ever coached. Her name was Mel. This is in 2011, I guess, specifically, right? If you uh-huh. kind of kept track of the story. So uh-huh. July, July 2011 was my first month as a coach and Mel signed up within a few weeks. She was uh, just turned 30, 263 pounds. Um, so really a lot of depression, anxiety, insecurities. And within 12 months, uh, without having it as a goal, because that's kind of a bit of my philosophy, she lost over, um, she, she lost exactly, I guess, 100 pounds in 12 months. She ran a 5k and then six months after she ran a half marathon. Wow. Um, so I coached her for a couple of years and her last agreement was like, Gabe, this is my last time I can renew. Uh, what's the most session I can buy? I said, the cap is two, 210, 210 sessions of personal training with good life. What? So there's a max. Well, yeah, 210. I didn't know. <laughs> I've, I've learned, I've learned it because it was one of her agreements. So I think it was like $13,000. So she did a loan. She signed up for her last agreement 
And uh, but long story short, learning from her, I've asked her, and which I often ask clients, why did you sign up? And she said two reasons. I was more afraid of the number on the scale than on the PT calculator, which is kind of the her her, her payment plan. Right. And then number two, she said, I felt like you believe more in me that I believe in myself. And then the rest was history. She was right. like, I don't care about anything else. There's someone out there that actually believes in me that gave me hope. And then, and then, then that led into a, a transformation, like, like pretty intense. Like, to be honest, she had the 5 PM time slot at the good life diet uh, location. And it was the prime time and something inspiring came out of that because there was actually a group of, uh, of, uh, of, of people that members that was really shy and secure that used to go at go life specifically at that time slot because you can go upstairs and you can kind of look down into the PT area in the old setup. Right. So they used your motivation to actually go to the gym was to watch her workout. Wow. I Yeah, I get that. And they were watching her transform and that was her, their only motivation. There's that and that kind of brought them through their transformation and then probably three months in all of that they approached mel in the um and in, in the locker room they're like did you know that we've been spying on you oh my <laughs> for the last God. months and you have been our role model and you're the reason why we are also losing weight oh my god <laughs> i love that story so that reminds me of like the ripple effects of like just that small but sometimes you think it's a small act but just the being Jimmy you know I mean? telling someone even if it's a small thing like that was obviously a big like commitment from her and but that's so great I love that so much she you yeah. believe more in her than she did but she knew that she needed that to do like to get what she wanted the transformation because I the same I guess I mean so like with me I pay attention a lot to things and I try to understand more why I do certain things or I don't like doing things or like what makes me uh, complete a task or not. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. so I'm, I can be like a procrastinator. Um, I'm just not a go, go, go all the time person. So that's not my nature. It's not how I flow naturally. So when I try to do it, it just doesn't work or or I get burnt out I like so I realized that I need so um like this morning we did um uh, I went to do you know Matthew Matthew Bulk I uh, think so yes yeah okay Matthew Bulk uh, started the founders hike in Dieppe so um he did it in August was the first time and then we did it this morning so um, it's at 7 a.m. So I don't, I get up at 5.37 is my alarm um, before the kids to put them on the bus. But to be there at 7, I need to be up at like 5. But I probably wouldn't put my alarm at 5 myself if I don't have something that like forces me to like, okay, like it, it's today, like I'm going to do it. So I kind of get excited about it. Like I get that motivation of like, it's a challenge. But if I don't have, do you know what I mean? Something at a set mm. time, I'm not going to do it. 
I don't feel bad about it. I'm not like hard on myself. I'm just like, I just don't want to do it. But yeah, yeah, I like realize that if I have, which is why like, I like to go to the gym and I've never been able to keep going at like, just on my own going to the gym, like a gym gym, like good life and stuff. Cause I've been members like throughout the years, but I just didn't have that motivation to go. And then once I'm there, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, what do I start with? Like all too many decisions. So mm-hmm. I like to show up somewhere where it's like there's a class at noon. So I have to get there at noon. I know that's what I need. And I want someone to tell me what to do. I don't care what it is. Just tell me and I'll do it. And then I'll leave. All I need to do is show up with my stuff. Tell me what to do. And then I'm done. And I love it. I love that. That for me is like, that mm-hmm. works for me. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like figuring out little puzzle pieces of what. Yeah. how we all take because we all take differently Absolutely. i love those stories thank you for telling me those stories that's so great yeah. i think this is really like gonna help a lot of people like just well, i hope so i At love chatting about these things yeah <laughs> yeah no um what would you say um is like your biggest life or um business lesson hmm biggest the biggest one or like the one that you think whatever you want to share um oh the biggest the biggest most important one i think yeah yeah i don't i i I have to lean i have to lean lean on what i believe in and and i guess uh hmm, how can i how can i what's the right words to use I'm like my my head is buffering right now. I'm like <laughs> yeah. And, <clears throat> so I think I think I think I think the best thing or the best life lesson that I've learned is is to realize that it it demands it demands more fate to believe all of this life this world was a coincidence. Um, I believe that when I was an atheist in my early 20s, um, I had the most fate in my life because to think to have more fate in a big bang than into a big God, um, it's it it's it's kind of it kind of it kind of confuses me, I guess, just just thinking about it. Uh, but the, the best the best lesson that I've learned is that. I, I've, I learned to accept that I am not a creator and I don't have to be the creator. I just have to accept that I was created. So I'm a creation of a creator. And at the end of the day, this creator, um, we all have at least a subconscious realization that there has to be something out there that has fabricated this beauty of this world that we live in. Um, we are all in a different kind of stages in that walk of understanding. Some may say creator is universe, energy, vibration, um, God, Jesus, this Buddha. Um, and, and for me, and for me in my kind of, in my own worldview, I came to the conclusion that um, it was actually, it was actually Christ that came here. Uh, God came into human form to to share a message, and His message is really simple. This is the life lesson: is that 
we have to follow the two greatest commandments. We don't have to follow any religion. We just have to follow the importance of relationship. The love, the love your father with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, all your strength. And then the second commandment is to love your neighbors as you would love yourself. And at the end of the day, like that's how we should be living. Like just like we don't have to overcomplicate life. Just like just love, love him, and then love your neighbors, and then love yourself. <laughs> and then and I think and and I think where we where human comes in is we add complications because we have reasoning. And then we, we start kind of putting things where they're not supposed to have things. And then, and, and, and like Paul writes in first Corinthians chapter 13, how love is the greatest, like love is, love is kind. Love is patient. Love doesn't voice, doesn't envy. It doesn't self-seek, right? Mm -hmm. Love is, um, love doesn't keep track of, of things that are good or bad. Love just is. Love is not an emotion. Love is a decision. Love is an action. Love is choosing to do good when your bad things are happening to you. Right. Right. Um, so the life lesson is, I guess, more of that understanding. And also, obviously, scripture says God is love. Like, literally, he, he doesn't just love, like, he is right. love. So when you connect with that, whichever worldview, you may have in your life, um, like you can kind of put a bandaid over and say, that is love. <laughs> how can I, how can I become more love and see you the world through the eyes of love? And right. I feel like we speak the same language. I don't use the same words as you, but I, I completely a hundred percent, everything you're saying, I'm like, yes, a hundred percent. Like all of that to me is, and, and one of the things actually I forgot to mention, um, when you, uh, you made a post and you said, Hey, I'm available for, to be on some podcast. And you said to talk about leadership and love. And I was like, that's my jam. Like, okay. Mm. And so all of the like wisdom values, like everything that you just shared is, uh, exactly the same, exactly the same, like worldviews like every, all, all of those things the bait like it's all the same again I I don't usually uh because I I don't know all of the like like look, obviously you know like your scriptures and all that so I don't know that language and all, all those like that doesn't speak to me as much but I everything you're telling me like I really love that we're doing this because it's kind of helping me go like uh like process the words that sometimes I that I don't use and I'm like it's all the same like mm -hmm. we're so much everyone's so much more the same than they're not that I believe and I love that you're sharing it such from a place of love and it's very like um not giving but th there's a word for it um serving like you're just like yeah. I'm just here to deliver maybe maybe part of it too is like the and that's just kind of that's my heart like it's it's from a place of non-judging non-judgmental and acceptance and at the end of the day like again i've i'm i'm a, i'm 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 called to evangelize like i'm i'm an evangelist at the heart like i know 
parts of how like i guess he wants to use me in my in the world um and and for me and the reason why i'm so passionate about this subject of love is because like i grew up where um it was like almost like do as i say not as i do right it's like you gotta do this and you gotta follow that and you gotta do something like and you're like huh what yeah (laughs) what's the hell about (laughs) (laughs) it's just just this this, something feels off and then something and then when something feels off it's usually off and we know we have we have an ability to discern and then to understand and then to reason and then uh, at the end of the day that's and then part of the equation is we all have free will so i'm not here to tell you or anyone else that's listening like this is what you should believe in right i will, right. I will speak from my heart and i'll be a witness which is what i'm called to be a witness and that's it mm. not the judge i'm a witness <laughs> and oh. as, as, a, as a faithful witness i just talk about kind of my own personal experience right what's happening is people like oh look at me like if i found the key of of life and but then they forget forget their seat and on the bus i mean right and there's ego that can come in i i feel no ego from you and i i like i have lots of it but just (laughs) i try to i try to keep it it keep it i mean it's it comes yeah obviously everyone has it comes in and out or, or stays or whatever but yeah Oh, I love that. Um, I'm curious, curious, what is ego? Oh my gosh. Oh, um, what is ego? I mean, I, oh, that can go deep. I think. Do you have the answer? Absolutely. (laughs) You want to know my, uh, I I can, I I can explain ego. I can talk about it, but I, again, it's, it's It's what you talk about. It's a label. It's a label. Yeah. It, it's like a it's layers of I think things and ways or things we think we need to uh be or like just uh taking over like I, I I've never been asked this question <laughs> so I think it's like controlling trying to control outcomes trying to uh um uh, portray like in like something that isn't really true right like deep down like oh, that's a good deep one yeah so th- something that may shed a bit of light on what is ego um good play on word right uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah <laughs> shed a bit of light on what is ego um, <laughs> part of my small group um group with uh, the Moncton western church uh we talked we listened to a podcast which is uh like intense like expert theology and kind of unpacking concepts just to to to, to reason the better reason ideas and a couple of weeks ago we talked about how um like there's no meaning on words we like words doesn't have meaning we put meanings on word right mm. and sometimes we 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 can kind of agree on some meanings of word and then there's conversation we can right. we kind of talk about subjects and and so we often have a reason or a reasoning around words uh, based obviously on our life experience uh, but to me ego is the same as um is the same as obviously selfishness uh, self-righteousness um putting me first uh, uh, 
a heavier kind of word you know, like sin like moral uh, doing morally wrong um but ego like the easiest way to explain what ego is is what wayne Dyer has said before like it's the edging god out <laughs> ego stands for edging god out um and that's what ego is all about because ego is the is the selfishness of self right that like, the at, world turns around you yeah oh. but when you get so the ego is edging god out mm -hmm. ego is all but, about me right right and then but when you when you live more like my world would be like led by the spirit as an example then it's mm -hmm. it's no longer about me it's about him mm -hmm. and i just want him to be glorified with all that i could do in my life and i have right but the more you kind of walk this process of of, of selflessness mm -hmm. There's less selfishness. The selfishness is the ego. Right. Look at me. Like I'm look what I did. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Huh. My battery dying, so I have to do a bit of editing. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um, no editing here. I'm not editing, but um uh this is what it is. It's the it's the real world. Batteries can die. <laughs> um so I mean, we're almost done. We talk a long time. This is like this is so much informa information that I always re-listen to my episode, obviously. And I love um unpacking things that like when we're recording it's a different mindset, I feel like, than like when I just listen to it. So I'm excited to mm. listen to it again. <laughs> um so much good stuff. Thank you so awesome. much for sharing all this wisdom, all these stories, all of the love and light that you have in you to share with, with me and with the listeners. Um, where could uh, people find you online? Where should they go find you if they want to follow you? Uh, yeah, I, I guess I'm pretty easy to kind of get a hold of. Um, you can literally just kind of Facebook Basque. Yeah. <laughs> my, my name uh, <laughs> my cell phone is uh, 295 798 oh my gosh so funny. you can go for a coffee chat breakfast I'm pretty busy I wish I don't like to use the term but most minutes are scheduled mm. <laughs> um, but I've uh, if I feel like peace I always I'm always open to to connect with anyone and I and I do, and I do, uh, I will say a lot of things, even excluding the coaching. Um, we'll say the things behind the scene. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, and part of that is just kind of serving and loving and encouraging and uh, allowing people to uh, to feel, I guess, feel appreciated or supported, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're, if you're kind of listening and there's, uh, there's a conversation that you want to have with myself, just literally shoot me a text and we'll talk about it cool that's perfect it sounds good so thank you again so much for being here um and a reminder to the listeners to go something that to go do something that lights you up today okay okay bye